0: Welcome to this segment from J-Revolution. We are a non-profit evangelism and discipleship organization aiming to evangelize and disciple the lost, as well as help believers deepen their relationship and intimacy with God. We hope that you will be greatly blessed by this segment taken from our J-Revolution NeoGenesis program.
1: know your enemy part one your enemy as we have learned in previous sessions when you accept christ into your life you are reborn spiritually and you have a new identity in the family of god you become a son or daughter of god through the work that christ did on the cross He became the sacrifice for your sins in order for you to attain forgiveness and to regain your spiritual authority that was lost through the sin of your forefather Adam. Adam's authority was defaulted to our enemy, the serpent we find in the garden with Adam and Eve. He is called the Prince of the World and he is referred to as the Devil or Satan. We were once a part of his worldly system and rule. The result of us moving out of this rule and into the kingdom of God is that we are on the other side, enemies of this system and Satan's worldly rule. Although we were part of Satan's worldly rule and system, his only aim for us and for humankind is to steal, kill and destroy us. Since you are now outside of this world system and part of God's kingdom, the enemy hates you even more and is very concerned about you fulfilling the plan and purpose that God created you for. Because if you do this, this will have a direct impact on his territory, domain and rule. Because of this, you will find yourself under attack. Human beings are made in the image of God and are loved by God And because of this, the enemy hates us, who we are, what we represent and wants to oppose and destroy us. Remember that you have had your authority restored through Jesus Christ which means you have authority over the enemy. You just need to learn how to yield your authority effectively. Who is Satan? We find Satan mentioned right at the beginning of the Bible in the creation narrative along with Adam and Eve in Genesis 3. Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 to 5, says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say, You must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Satan is a fallen angel and is mentioned throughout the Bible. He is known as our adversary or Satan, the devil, the ruler of this age. When he was kicked out of heaven, he took a third of the angels with him. His name was Lucifer, which means light bearer. And before his fall from heaven, it is not clear what his duties in heaven were. Some interpret the original scripture of Ezekiel 28 to mean that he was in charge of heavenly worship. He was extremely beautiful and it was likely he held the highest rank above all other angels. Satan rebelled despite having such an exalted position and close relationship with God, and therefore the devil is surely due his eternal destiny, which is mentioned in Revelation chapter 20, verse 10. The serpent in Genesis chapter three was Satan. Satan was either appearing as a serpent, possessing the serpent, or deceiving Adam and Eve into believing that it was the serpent who was talking to them. Revelation chapter 12 verse 9 and chapter 20 verse 2 both describe Satan as a serpent. It reads in Revelation chapter 20 verse 2, He sees the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And in Revelation chapter 12 verse 9 it reads, the Great Dragon was hurled down that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. It is not clear as to whether the serpent stood upright or walked on four legs before the curse. It appears likely that, like other reptiles, it probably did walk on four legs. That would seem to be the best explanation of Genesis chapter three, verse fourteen, which says. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all the livestock and all the wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. The fact that the serpent was cursed to crawl on his belly and eat the dust of the earth forever is also a way of indicating that the serpent would be forever despised.
0: Let's look at some key scripture references to Satan. Isaiah 14, verses 12 to 17 reads, How you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the Mount of Assembly, on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. But you are brought down to the realm of the dead, to the depths of the pit. Those who see you stare at you. They ponder your fate. Is this the man who shook the earth and made the kingdoms tremble? the man who made the world a wilderness, who overthrew its cities and would not let its captives go home. Ezekiel 28, verses 13 to 19. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, sardius, topaz and diamond, beryl, onyx and jasper, sapphire, emerald and carbuncle. And crafted in gold were your settings and your engravings. On the day that you were created, they were prepared. You were an anointed guardian cherub. I placed you. You were on the holy mountain of God, in the midst of the stones of fire you walked. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created, till unrighteousness was found in you. In the abundance of your trade you were filled with violence in your midst and you sinned so i cast you as a profane thing from the mountain of god and i destroyed you o guardian cherub from the midst of the stones of fire your heart was proud because of your beauty you corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor i cast you to the ground I exposed you before kings to feast their eyes on you. By the multitude of your iniquities, in the unrighteousness of your trade, you profaned your sanctuaries. So I brought fire out of your midst. It consumed you. And I turned you to ashes on the earth, in the sight of all who saw you. All who know you among the peoples are appalled at you. You have come to a dreadful end and shall be no more forever. Let's look at some scriptures from the New Testament. Luke 10, verses 17 to 19 reads, Seventy turned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I was watching Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. We also see Jesus tempted by Satan in the wilderness in Matthew 4. Matthew 4 verses 1-10 to reads, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope you enjoyed this segment from our J Revolution NeoGenesis program. For access to our full program and other free resources we have available to help you deepen your relationship with God, visit us at www.jrevolution.net.